Good morning, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Katie Cast. This last week, I just wanted to tell you about what's going on in our lives. It was a little um, stressful for all of us. Uh, Brody had his next set of scans, so three months went by like that. So um, the week leading up to it is just pretty intense all around for everyone. Well, except Brody, because Brody is none the wiser. Um, He was actually excited to do his scans. He was excited to see his nurses, his doctors. Um, We didn't think he was getting any pokes in for... That was was a mom fail on my part, because um, last set of scans we did. So, okay, I'm going to kind of explain the process. So every three months, he needs to get checked to see... um, if there's, you know, if he's not in remission, if there's, whether it be it's spread to his lungs, whether it be it came back, you know, whatever. And um, so what they do, because CT scans have so much radiation, um, they can't do it all the time. And it, to put it into perspective, a CT scan has is equal to 200 x-rays. So Brody has already had, what, four in the last year. So, um, what they do is they alternate CT scan and, um, ultrasound and x-ray. So the last, and so everything we do, we just call them scans because it's just a, a blanket, a blanketed statement. So the last time they did an ultrasound on his belly and then they did a, an x-ray. So this time we were doing the CT scan. So this is the process of the CT scan. So we went to Milwaukee for the weekend and, um, our appointment was on a Monday, thankfully. So we got to kind of have a long weekend and Brody was like, it's a mommy and me vacation. Um, and, um, we got up early on Monday morning. They wanted us there for eight 30 in the morning and, um, his CT scan was set for nine 30. So we got there at eight 30 and another mom fail on my part. Um, totally did not anticipate Milwaukee traffic. So we were actually in Muskego, which is, um, in Green Bay speak 15 minutes from Children's Hospital. Now do that at mm, 7.45 in the morning and it takes like 40 minutes. So we literally showed up at like 8.28. But anyway, um, we get there and he has to drink barium, which is the contrast so that it can, it almost like, um, is a highlighter into his um, organs and everything. So it like lights it up. So he has 45 minutes to an hour to drink this barium, which ended up being 24 ounces and they mix it with apple juice. If anyone has ever had barium, it's nasty. Um, But luckily for some reason, he takes it like a champ, kind of like everything he does in life. And um, you have 45 minutes to an hour to drink it. You cannot drink it fast because if Brody had his way, he would just slam it like like mother, like son. Um, He would just slam it and get it over with. But you have to slowly but surely. I don't really get why, but. I'm not like, I'm not complaining. That's always how it's been. The first night when he got diagnosed, we were in the ER and it was two in the morning and my poor child just wanted to sleep and we had to wake him every five minutes to take sips from this glass. But, um, so he, and he's also not allowed to eat or drink before the process. So he did the 24 ounces and, um, my sister and my mom and dad came with. So we had a whole little cheering section that went everywhere we went. Um, Something got screwed up on the time 
So I'm really a little confused at why it happened, but um, we then were supposed to meet with oncology at 10 a.m. And our appointment was set for 9.30. Our, our scan was set for 9.30. Brody finished drinking the barium at like 9.35 and they were like, well, we got to get you up to oncology. So we're going to do the scan after, which I was already a little disappointed that the scan was so close to our oncology appointment because I was really hoping we would get preliminary results. So now we had to go see the oncologist without getting a scan done. So we go see the oncologist. They did blood work. His blood work all came back great. Um, and they, they check things um, for basically, again, effects of chemo. So they do some physical therapy tests on him. Um, they do just a normal checkup. They have a talk with me. They have a talk with him. Um, any questions or concerns we have, they walk us through every time the process saying, you know, next time you're going to do ultrasound, then next time it's going to be another CT scan. Um, the biggest chance of relapse is in our first two years. So they explain that. Um, then we went back down and we did the the CT scan. So there's certain things that Brody did that I, I was so, I, I'm always proud of him during this process, but I was extra proud. So last time we did it, so I want to explain a lot of times bro, for kids Brody's age and younger, they sedate the kids because it's too hard for these kids in this situation to lay still for it's, it's five or 10 minutes. And and I know that sounds like I can't get them to lay still, but imagine your kid is high anxiety with what's going on. They just got shots. Um, you have to be away from them. I'm allowed in the room, but he cannot see me um, because of the radiation. Um, and he can't like turn around to find me. Um, so we went in there and he was not sedated and it was the same radiologist or the radi radiation technician we had had last time. And she had remembered it was after a chemo. So he was high strung the last time. And she goes, I remember him crying. Um, is he going to be okay? Or do you want to go ahead with the sedation? And I said, no, you know, I think he can do this. And, um, so he was laying down and they put fishes on the ceiling and, um, they play a movie and they had cars playing and something happened with the screen and um, one of the techs was trying to fix it and it was something that totally could have been fixed and I said hey Brody do you want to watch the movie or, or do you just want to get this over with and he goes mom let's just do this so no movie this is the first time he's done it without a movie and what they do then is um, he has a shot and they connect this wire to him and they put the contrast in as he's getting his CT. So this was after he drank all this. Then they put an, they connect him to, they basically put another shot in him and it's a big wire and they, they slowly do a syringe in of this contrast. So he has to wait 45 seconds and um, it gives you the sensation like you are peeing your pants. So that's a lot of to where the anxiety comes from because these kids freak out that they're going to pee their pants. So they warned him of this. So he's laying down and he goes, mom, you know what? I'm just going to relax. So he said, that's great. So they put the, they inject the contrast into him and he goes, you're right. Feels like I'm peeing. 
and he's doing this all while laying still and he goes, you know what, mom? This feels nice because it makes you feel warm and tingly inside when it happens. So he's like, I love this, mom. And then he's like, let's do this. So they put you in, they put you out. He had to hold his breath. Um, and they had to do, I think, three ins and outs of the rocket ship. And then you have to wait in between. And he did amazing. Um, so this was, of course, so after oncology. So I did not get the results. And um, to kind of put things into perspective, too. So at our appointment. So again, Children's Hospital is a teaching hospital. So Brody has an entire team of oncologists, which is amazing. So, um, one of his team members, she must have moved up. And if you watch Grey's Grey's Anatomy, you know, attendings, residents, all of that. Um, she must have finished her training. So we had a new doctor besides his head oncologist. And when it's clinic days, you never know who on the team you're going to get to see. And we've gotten lucky, which we usually see the same two physician assistants, nurse practitioners, doctors, whatever, or the same three, sorry. So this one was a new one, and she came and introduced herself. She was great, explained everything again, and um, then his nurses come in, and it wasn't his normal nurses. He has always had the same two nurses, because one of his nurses that he was originally supposed to have was on maternity leave when everything happened. So he immediately goes, where are my Kellys? And um, one Kelly was on vacation in Italy because they're allowed to take vacations. And the other Kelly had shattered her wrist in a biking accident. So she was not there. So he had two new nurses. Then um, another one of our very favorite people was not there. um, And she's one who likes to give us our results And um, she'll even come in and be like, I'm not supposed to tell you. So when they come in and tell you, act surprised. Um, She is on maternity leave. So I, my sister was with me and again, my parents and I had said, okay, so when are we getting the results? And she goes, well, probably not likely today. Well, I've heard that every time. But because we have good relationships with people we usually get a phone call by the end of the day because they know my anxiety is on edge. And, and this is where it's very hard because I know I am not the only parent with a kid who has cancer that they're calling today. So then my sister, lover, um, thank goodness, she was like, okay, so um, yeah, so when can she call? And the physician's assistant was kind of like, oh, Okay, well, we'll give you a call then, Um, most likely tomorrow. And she goes, but as you know, what happens is Brody's team, every Friday is scan day, basically. So every Friday, his team of oncologists, his nurses, everyone, so his team of like eight people get in a room and they pour over the scans. And they do that because if there is something that is found, they need reassurance that it's nothing, it's something before they go in and they do surgery or they do this and they do that. So basically the team has to get assembled. So they don't have final results until Friday. And then they get preliminary results, you know, on the Monday or Tuesday. So, and because this is a teaching college, this is also what happens. So the, when he gets a CT CT scan done, they have to have the radiologist, the head radiologist sign off on it. But what happens is that they 
have doctors that are training go over it. So the head radiologist, so basically there'll be three people that go over my son's scans, but he has to sign, he or she has to sign off on it before they give it to the doctors. So sometimes that doesn't happen until the end of the day. Sometimes it happens right away. So you never know. So come to Tuesday, which is now 24 hours past the scan. And I have heard nothing. And my anxiety is at an all-time high. Because last time, it took more than 24 hours to hear a scan was when we got the not favorable results that he had the nodules on his lungs and would have to have surgery. Because again, like I said, they were assembling his team. And they were making that decision. So to say I was on edge yesterday is an understatement. I was sick to my stomach. Um, once again, the guys had to deal with my incessant questions, talking things through, talking it out. Um, didn't want to really talk to anyone aside from that. Having to go on air pretending like everything's okay. Um, because we didn't share the news. Because again, the, the thing that I fear the most is that um, I share the news of the scans and then I'm getting all of these. So what were the results? What were the results? Because yesterday was brutal enough. I didn't need what were the results. So finally at noon, I gave in and Mama Bear took over and I called and there was nothing. Like it was their answering service. And um, my doctor had gotten switched. Um, She used to have her clinic days or Brody's doctor, Brody's oncologist, had clinic days on Tuesday and she switched them to Monday. So I'm not even sure if she was in. So... My heart just sank, and I was like, I'm, this is going to be days before I find out. So then I started calling every hour, and I know that they have caller ID, and I know they see how many missed calls, and the clinic closes at 4.30. So at 4.30, I was like, all right, we're not getting results today, and I don't care that they see how many times I called. So um, my friend Kelly was picking up. Jordy after school and as you know Jordy stays at our house and um, as I was talking to her I got a phone call and it was Renee nurse Renee and Brody is great it is the preliminary they still haven't you know poured over the scans she said but from what the radiologist has said he still doesn't have a kidney you know he's missing one of those and no new spots on his lungs, nothing in his abdomen, and we are good for another three months until we have to do this all over again in December. But it was amazing news. I'm not going to lie. I popped open a bottle of wine and it was just a good night for the Shirk family last night. So it's worth it going through those couple stressful days and um, I've gotten some amazing tools between my doctors, between the CBD oils, between some anti-anxiety meds. Um, We're getting through it and things are getting better. Things are looking up and um, yeah, last week was a lot of what ifs. A lot of like, what if this all starts all over again? You know, should we just be doing everything we possibly can with Brody? Everything he missed, um, I'm having a, I am having a lot of anxiety with the anniversary coming up because 
it's it's funny how you do things the same way every year. Like Brody asked to watch one of his favorite um, Halloween movies. It's a Disney movie, and it's just one of those little like thirty minute Mickey Mouse things. And um, he was obsessed with it last year at this time, and he asked to watch it for the first time again this last Friday. And it's the same movie he was watching when he was laying on the floor and I was in the kitchen and it was right after school and he has to watch it Friday right after school. So same time of day and he was laying on the floor again and I was in the kitchen and it's when I could see the lump from the kitchen and I got sick to my stomach and I called Michael and he was home and I said, I need a few minutes. I like, and I had to kind of just go lose it in the room because it was literally a flashback to almost exactly one year ago. And, you know, as my mom was sitting with me in the hospital on Monday, she just said, can you believe it's been a year? Like, think of everything you, we have gone through in the last year and we did it. We survived. So as horrific as this year has been, it has been filled with so many blessings and we're so grateful and so thankful. So, um, again, hug your one, hug your little ones super close tonight because we know more than anyone that it can change in literally a second. So I hope everyone has a great week and we will talk to you soon.